You're listening to Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to new episode of Yoshiden. I'm back in Los Angeles. I am here with Bo. Bo, how do you pronounce your last name? Roulette, just like the game. And um, you're kind enough to you know to retweet back to me, and you're a very successful photographer. And I'm here with your lovely wife, Kendra. And uh, hi. And and who? And this is surprising. Who am I talking to right now? Danny Jensen. So this is pretty. Motley crew of um, friendship right here. Um, Bo, you want you want to start by um, talk about your career, then may, maybe you guys you could explain to me how you met your wife and how you met. Okay, um, okay. Um, about my career, what do you want to like? Uh, that I take pictures, or do you want to know other things that I've done in the past, or mainly mainly concerned with my taking of pictures? Uh, I'm an image maker. I've been taking pictures for about 25 years. Um, I started taking pictures in high school through skateboarding, skateboarding and snowboarding photography is how I got into it. And I had a girlfriend and her mom had a dark room, so why wouldn't I want to go spend three hours in the dark in eighth grade, you know, developing prints and making out? Like that was the best thing in the world. So definitely drove my, my interest very hard into photography at an early age. And, you know, I, I, I know you laugh when I say it, but most photographers I know is creepy looking guys. You're a good looking guy, so it's very odd. <laughs> You almost look like the guy from um, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Everybody says oh that. Oh my yeah. god. My okay, friend, so I'm not the only one. No, no. no my friend Greg Escalante and his uh, girlfriend Annie will absolutely think that is the funniest thing <laughs> ever. They say that to me all the time, especially now with the beard. I'm not going to call it to you, so you're both on. Hey, it works. I like that. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. And I, I think it's very you, easy Jesse. to approach attractive girls if you have a camera, too. And you're not a creepy guy. Um, sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I do drive a big black van with no windows, so occasionally <laughs> driving around and asking girls, you know, that are walking around if I can take their picture, I think it can come off a little uh, creepy, but yeah, I think the creepy thing's starting, it's becoming popular now, I think. The Hessian look is... I feel like it's a double standard because if you're a hot guy yeah. and you're a pervert, then it's totally acceptable, like socially acceptable. It's like, oh, that's hot, you know? But when you're, you know, not so attractive and you're a pervert, you're like, oh, this old pervert's trying to hit on me, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no. Because I'm glad you said that because I saw the movie Shame with Michael Fassbender and he has a um, sex addiction problem, but there's a lot of other complicated issues. But I thought, if you're that good looking guy, you know, it's, they're not creepy. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. It definitely changes the perspective, I think, of the other the, whoever's looking at you. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like overweight with a beard and like sweating all the time and you're taking pictures of a girl, the girl might think you're creepy, but that's just social, like society putting that on us, right? Yeah. Like the dude could be super nice and a sweetheart and, you know, maybe he's loaded too. Maybe it's just a hobby. You never know until you get to know the person. But yes, definitely. There are definitely creepy dudes out there that take pictures, and there are definitely creepy, good-looking dudes that take pictures. But, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't I, get that vibe from you at all. Thank I, you. Because I, I, I <laughs> no. 
you know, most women don't want to be called a C word. I, you know, crazy is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Cunt is yeah, another yeah. one. But for guys, creepy is just probably well, right after child molester. Um, yeah, the C word. That <laughs> I love it. If people, I, I kind of uh, like would love to be called creepy. I mean, I definitely I look. I'm trying to look creepy. I guess. So I think maybe because I'm so nice and not creepy. Are you I'm are trying you being to make up for right it? Now, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For the show, for your yeah, well, I have an art show coming up, so I've been kind of letting it go a little bit. Well, well, why do you think the creepy part will help? Oh, San Francisco. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. The art market in San Francisco. <laughs> but don't you want grittiness? Creepy, it seems. Oh, I don't know. I think creepy yeah, is becoming popular. Grittiness, yeah, dirtbag, like, uh, what was I saying? Dirtbag chic the other day. <laughs> yeah. But after your oh. show, it'll probably. I'll give a nice little trim, yeah. Gotta start trying to get the ladies again. <laughs> Be because with you, I think you could transform yourself creepy for maybe five hours for the show or something. But creepy guys are always creepy 24 7. Just always, okay. yeah. yeah, very true. Very, very true. true. Yeah. All right, well, thanks. I <laughs> I won't try to argue that I'm not creepy. <laughs> no, this is believe me, it's good. Because, first of all, uh, two quick things. One, let everybody know your website because I really want and it probably helps if they're uh, listening to this while looking at your website mm -hmm. and uh, so oh yeah my website is bowroulette.com it's funny spelling um, it's b-e-a-u r-o-u-l-e-t-t-e dot com uh, it's bow it's a French word for boyfriend or lover and roulette just like the game it's actually my god given name or my father given name uh, it's not a make it up name <laughs> And I, I do definitely want to talk to more about yeah. your wife and your girlfriend here. Um, but can you explain to that project you work with Damien Hurst and uh, Andy Warhol Foundation? Uh, this is this is amazing. Everybody yeah. should get your book. Um, uh, yeah, if there's there's not that many left, I think I only have about ten left for sale myself. Um, and there, I think there's maybe two or three on eBay occasionally. Yeah. Um, I, I just, sold one today for uh, five hundred bucks. Oh wow! And, and, okay. And it's signed by. Um, Vincent Gallo. Oh wow, really? Wow. Oh, Vincent's probably selling it. <laughs> he has an amazing website himself. If you've gone to it, where you can oh, I didn't know that. you can pay to have sex with him. Oh, on that's his website, right. yeah, he sells like his old posters that he collected as a child. I think that, you me this site I think before. I, sh I showed you the site. I think that's yeah. interesting. I love it. I think it's amazing that he's a huge actor and a famous person, and he's. In Brown Bunny, he was getting blowjobs. Yeah, a lot. he's Chloe, always like what's her name. Yeah, Chloe, Chloe Sevenly or yeah, yeah, yeah Seventy or. I wish I knew how to say it properly. I'm probably not. Um, yeah, the, the the book was a great it was a great thing to do. And with Vincent Gallo, um, he was involved in the project. He was there. I took pictures of him. I saw the book. It's amazing. Thank you, Yoshi. <laughs> but can you explain to because I can I don't want to assume everyone knew who uh, Damien Hirst, but he's yeah. very significant, important player in the art world. Yes, um, I think at the time he was considered the highest paid living artist in the world yeah um, I think him and Coons like go back and forth Jeff Coon, yeah yeah and I think uh, your buddy David is Joe, in that yeah. battle now with yeah. his stock option um, so at the time he was also working on the diamond skull um, I think I don't know the exact name of it. it has a very long descriptive awesome art name that he usually comes up with his pieces and people are telling me that thing's worth 100 million is that yeah true? I think they sold it for 500 million to a group of people like a group of people bought it or something oh, like geez. that yeah but I think um, they, they're keeping it maybe as the crown, new crown jewel for the right. new millennia or something like that is what it's being used for. And he also created one at the same time that was a skull, a human skull with flowers all over. Uh, not flowers, I'm sorry, flies, dead flies all over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which was interesting. Another one he did was aquarium with a shark inside. Yes. 
And did you hear that that, that thing like started decomposing? They didn't do it properly the first yeah. time. They did it. The so he had to redo time. it. Yeah, they had to take it out and redo it. Isn't that crazy? And I think they sold that thing for like five hundred thousand or five million. I don't know who knows. No, it's, it's it's like literally like fifty million. Fifty million. Oh, it's a five and a lot of zeros. I lost count after six. So he's a significant player. Jeff Kuhn used to be married to a porn star as well. Really? She was. Yeah. She, oh wow. She was one of the last. A blue movie star. Yes. Is, okay. <laughs> She's Hungarian, but she used to be a politician in Italian parliament. And oh, okay. Her name is Ciccioni or something okay, like that. Okay. But she was married to Jeff Kuhn. And also, <laughs> she was one of the last few people to have sex scene with John Holmes. This wow. Is, I mean, she's old now. But, wow. Uh, Jeff Kuhn used to do artwork based on her, inspired by her. So, That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, David Cho, Jeff Kuhn, and uh, Damien Hurst. Yeah. You're talking about top three, four, yeah. highest paid. That's crazy. I think your buddy James Jean is working on that too. He's doing pretty good from what I've heard. <laughs> James is very good, but he's, yeah. you know. There's, you know, there's the new, the new lowbrow. I'm not saying that James is lowbrow, but like the Todd Shore and, uh, I don't know, those guys, they're not, they're not anywhere where. His talent is Dave and million dollar talent, but uh, yeah. like we were saying before recording, James is not shameless like most people. That You have to be showmanship. There is, yeah, there's a certain like letting go like uh, it's it's very interesting that people can do it in a lot of different aspects not just the art world as well so um, let's talk about this and we'll jump yeah, yeah. so who contacted you with this book because it's amazing work um, a gentleman's name is Adrian Nyman um, I used to ride skateboards with him when I was a kid uh, in high school up in the Bay Area and he was did a project for the Warhol Foundation and Levi's um, it was all like old prints of Andy Warhol's work mm -hmm. on like Levi's on t-shirts and jeans and whatnot. And Damien Hurst had uh, contacted him, my friend Adrian, to buy two of everything from the whole Warhol line because Damien has a bunch of his paintings and wanted the shirts with his paintings on them. Sure. Stuff like that. So my friend asked him, he said, hey, do you want to do something too? And Damien said, yeah, let's do something. Let's do this. Let's do a oh, line. Oh, so it was your friend's idea to make a book? Yes. No, it's my friend's idea to do the line with Levi's and oh, Damien okay. and everything. And I, I believe my friend funded most of the whole thing because I don't think Levi's really thought it was going to happen or something. I don't know. And then, um, but everything worked out well and, and went through. Um, so he contacted me. We had been working. I'd worked on the Warhol project with him prior to that and a couple other projects. He had his own clothing line and whatnot. So we've just been working closely for a couple years, maybe three years before that. And uh, yeah, he had this project and he said, let's do this, what do you want to do? And we sat down and came up, con concepted each idea for the chapters of the book um, so we could focus on each person, the Warhol factory, you know, Andy Warhol and all his work, mm -hmm. Levi's and their work that they've done, um, and Damien Hurst and the work that he's doing and how all three of those things kind of relate to each other and can be brought together in a book. So it was a really interesting project to do. On that note, that I got to work with somebody that I was, you know, skateboarded with and had taken pictures with when I was a kid sure. later in life, yeah. I think you're downplaying the fact that you really conceptualized and shot everything yeah, yeah, in that book yeah, pretty yeah. much 90 <laughs> That's my some wife. odd percent. Thanks, thanks Kendra. <laughs> Yeah, um, you yeah. thought of everything and yeah. built everything. And no, it was a lot. I was like, it. I sketched everything out and drew everything up, and yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of. And work I just can't believe you did it in three days. Yeah, no, that's well, we built the thing over like two and a half, three months. Built all the sets and got everything mm -hmm. ready, but the shoot, yeah, it was three days. I mean, it was like uh, it was like two and a half days, really. I mean, it wasn't even really a full three days. It was very fast. It was like ten hour days. One day was my birthday. Vincent Gallo sang me happy birthday. 
That was like highlight of my life. Bo's a really talented photographer. Oh my god. <laughs> That's and my wife. And he's really attractive. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> Oh my god. Was it pretty stressful while you're working on it? Cause, you um, yeah, I definitely I was stressful. I was actually living in uh, Santa Barbara at the time, so I was driving. We did it, we shot it in Irvine in a warehouse. And so we, I drove down, I had to drive down for that like five days a week. I was driving down to build wow, the sets so you guys and stuff. Actually, uh, literally built the set. Built the sets, like chrome the chainsaw. There's a, a wall in there that was 14 feet high and 12 feet long that had 480 knives in it. Mm -hmm. And we, cut all the holes in the wood and put the knives through individually and wrapped all the walls in denim ourselves and it was insane and what, what was the name of the book i keep forgetting sorry oh it's just the warhol factory levi's damien hurst book that's, that's it there's not like a specific title that goes with it it's just the collaboration book i think you're supposed to say x between the, the things but oh in the title yeah okay. <laughs> levi's x damien hurst x warhol factory <laughs> And you do a lot of other photography. Uh, yeah, sorry, I apologize. I, no, it's it's fine. I try to cover a gamut of a lot of things. Um, I shoot naked girls. I shoot kids. I shoot everything. You know, I don't Actually. shoot them at the same time. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I just like taking pictures. I like being involved with people. I like helping products like reach their potential through visual media or whatnot. You do commercial, fashion, fine art. <laughs> Yeah. Am I? No, no, you're surf, perfectly right. Yeah, surf, skate, skate action. Yeah, um, nudity. Celebrity, yeah, yes. nudity. I'll shoot naked pictures. Um, was it nervous for you when you take the uh, first time you were taking nude pictures? No, not, not really, because that was something that started before everything, I think. Mm -hmm. That was like one of my initial things. You know, I was taking pictures of skateboarding and then my girlfriends. Um, like in high school, probably, you know, I shouldn't have been doing that. You know, I got in trouble. My teacher said I can't develop that kind of stuff at school. Uh, the local film place didn't want me developing some of that wait, stuff. Wait, wait, you too. were taking pictures of naked girls? Yeah, yeah, and then developing oh, them when geez. I was in high school, like 16, 17. Oh, that's technically chop. Yeah, yeah, but like, dude, it was like. <laughs> no, no, it's not technically. It is chop. Yeah, it was like 90, 91, you know? Yeah. But like, I was taking it too, so like, what's the technicality? Right? And like. You were minor as well. Yeah, like, I was just taking pictures of somebody that was my own. Like, I wasn't like. Putting someone in a situation, taking pictures of someone that was like 20, 20 years old. Okay, now I'm curious about this. So like even like a girl that was 16 and I was 15 yeah. maybe, you know? like I don't know what state it was, but this girl, she was underage. She took a naked picture of herself and sent it to one of her friends and they got her for what? Uh, um, child pornography. No way! They should raid every phone in America. Yeah. Of herself? Yes. Oh my god, kids are doing that all over the place. What? So we live in new era because that wasn't really... When was that? This got to be within the last five or six years. Huh. Wow. And I remember there was some grandmother in the Midwest. It was a very harm, harmless picture where she took a picture of her uh, grandson or granddaughter in a tub yeah. showering. An innocent, innocent picture. Everybody's done that. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. She, like, she took that uh, film to local um, uh, drug... And she got in trouble. I heard and they're developing pictures. And they called the cops on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So ridiculous. So what happened was basically, you know, once that sort of thing started, yeah. it, once they called the cops, they have to do something. Oh. So they could have dragged this case for a long time and she could have won, but at what cost? And you just spend hundreds yeah. of thousands yeah, of dollars. Yeah. So she decided to plead guilty to save everyone's time. That's so, insane. But how many pictures, do you have pictures of yourself as a kid naked? There's tons I'm of pictures sure, of me. But I mean, there's tons of pictures of me naked as a me kid, little kid running around. Me too. 
But Asia is a little different, you know. It's, oh, it's, true, it's, true. It's very common because homes are small. You go public baths, so it's very common that your mom, your dad, or grandmother, or grandfather take you to public bath and yeah. take bath. You see them naked, so we don't have like stigma about that. Yeah, sort of thing. yeah, yeah. But the pedophiles in you know thirties and forties and fifties, how did they get pictures of naked kids? Yeah. They usually join like one of those uh, commune or community where whole families naked. And that was like one of those loopholes where they're not pedophile, wink, wink. But that guys like that will go to those communities because the whole family. Because safe. they know that they're that's like an environment that they can thrive in. Yeah, or, huh? or getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Without <laughs> looking like they're standing out, that's very interesting. So, how how would you? I mean, did you have? Obviously, you haven't had problems like that because of that. No, no. I mean, God, that was twenty five mm -hmm. years ago. I don't develop those pictures. Or I don't even know if I have them. No. <laughs> But he still likes taking pictures of nude yes, women. Yes, yes, nude women that are over 18 years old. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Let's just clarify that, right? Like yes. me. Yes. And, like yeah. and occasionally my wife, who is not a nude model, but very often appears naked in my work. <laughs> Without the face, most of the time. Yeah, there's a lot of face missing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're just going to give it away. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, they're going to look you up once they hear your name. Yeah. 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 But, um, you know. Well, we they can just go look at my website. Yeah. And, they're both beautiful um, gals. And, uh, Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you were nervous. Oh yeah, uh, super nervous. Especially Vincent Gallo. Like that was we were going back and forth. We we're talking about having Mike Patton, mm -hmm. trying to get Mike Patton or Vincent Gallo. But Vincent Gallo was, I think, the obvious choice. So we went with Vincent Gallo, and he was very skeptical because we were having him come to a warehouse in Irvine and. Yeah. Shoot this thing and let me see, you know, you're gonna be able to pay me. Let me see a bank account, some proof that you guys have money to pay me. Really? Oh dude, all of it, yes, whole deal. We had to sign a thing that we're not allowed to like use his pictures on business cards, flyers, like it's a whole list and is some some of it was seemed humorous, but I'm sure it was serious to him. And for for, for the list calling cards. Oh that's right. <laughs> yeah, like, funny funny names for things. For the listeners, if you don't know who Vincent Gallo is, he's an American director. What, is, what was the movie? Buffalo? Buffalo uh, 66. Fantastic. He wrote, directed. And started. Starred in it. And I believe he scored it, too. He did all the music for it, too. That's an unbelievable movie. If you haven't watched it, you should definitely check it out. It's worth, it's a good Friday nighter, even. And it was Brown Bunny is the other one. Brown Bunny movie. came after, yeah. And then he has, like, albums. He's done some music. He's, he's a very interesting, very creative guy. He was unbelievably nice, a perfect gentleman. Um, Everything you'd hope somebody like him would be in person. Sing me happy birthday. It's amazing. So now, do you mind um, introducing uh, how you met your wife? You yeah, your that's wife, fine. Do yeah, my wife, my lover, the whole thing. Um, she's a yoga instructor, a fantastic yoga instructor. Oh, yes, Tra yes. Traditional, traditional do you have a yoga. Or anything, or? I don't. I have a Twitter, Vinyasa Kendra. I should say at Vinyasa Kendra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we met, we were next door neighbors in college. You see Santa Barbara, or I was going to Santa Barbara City College, and he was going to Brooks Institute. Yeah. I see. Mm -hmm. I went to Brooks Institute when I was 27 years old. Um, after I did work and all that stuff, I had some money, so it was easier sure. for me to do college. And I knew what I wanted to do, and I'd already been taking pictures for a long time. So I went to Santa Barbara and did the good old, gave it the good old college try. And uh, Kendra was living in the apartment across from me, and I could see her change from my apartment, and I was. Very excited about that, <laughs> as any male that likes females would be, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually got introduced to her from somebody that lived in the same building. 
and I ran into her a couple times and asked her to take pictures actually for a project that I was working on at the time. What? I would just we sound really pervy. It does sound really pervy. Yeah. Yeah. See, sometimes I sound creepy. <laughs> <laughs> were you um, um, were you doing yoga back then too? Or? Um, here and there, I would do yoga. I didn't really like take it as seriously as I do now. You've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Since I was like 14, I've been doing yoga. Not every day by any means, but I go through like spurts. I don't doing... think it's creepy at all because yeah. Kendra <laughs> is so sexy. You both Aww. are very attractive. How so would you it's not like, though? When and you're being so when you're so young, like it's like oh wow. It's another, natural. Yeah. 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 I'm but just also, being honest about. But that. also to clarify, <laughs> Bo does not normally. Oh yes, I guess. Oh, hey, girls that he yes, thank you shoots with. This was a. It was a very a, very rare yes. exception He's very that we. Professional. Thank you. Yes. Thank you both for bringing that, that up. He, I, now I understand where you're going. Yes. No. That's something I definitely try to pride myself on. Is I don't try to have sex with my models. Um, Kendra was an exception. I have taken pictures of Danny now since we've had sex, <laughs> but not the other way around. Um, what, what do you think the percentage of uh, heterosexual male photographer trying to do that? Oh, oh. 98%? That's what yeah. 95% probably. Yeah. I know yeah. my old assistant, I won't say his name, um, mm -hmm. that's his main motive in taking pictures. He likes to take some pictures. He's like a nature photographer probably, but his main motive in what he's doing now and what he's trying to accomplish, I think, it's like chicks. It, it's, it does seem like... And that's like a lot of people. I mean, it was mine for a while, but mm -hmm. I didn't know how to do it right. Like when I was in high school, I had girlfriends and I took pictures of them. I wasn't trying to find girls to take pictures of and then date or anything like that. I was taking... It's really more interesting taking pictures of skateboarding and snowboarding and cars and stuff back then. It does seem it's easier to uh, walk up to a girl if you have a camera. Yeah. It's kind it, of flattering It, it gives say, you an excuse. Yeah. 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 Like, you're, you're attracting me, I take a picture. I mean, but it's different now, though, definitely. Like, in the last 10 years, you walk up to girls and ask, hey, I'd like to take a picture. Oh, yeah, here's my, I'm a model already. Here's my model mayhem. Here's my Instagram. Like, you could pay me, like, $300 a day, right? It's like, whoa, no. You're cute. We could take some pictures. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it works for me. Maybe you can sell them. Maybe I can what, sell what them. What changed? Do you think because of the cell phone and everybody's taking I think, pictures? I think because the of the internet. I think, I, I don't know if it's model mayhem exactly, that dot com, that website. But I when that website came into fruition there was a lot of girls that got on there that would normally have traded for artwork or done mm -hmm. like you know here's a hundred bucks i need to work on the project um that somehow all they became all of a sudden became um like women that oh i'm five hundred dollars a day and it's like you're not a model for five hundred dollars a day you've only taken like pictures with three or four guys and they're horrible and mm -hmm. like how where does this happen and then it's progressively i think gotten worse with the advent of the phone that you can now look at everything on too. Everybody's a model, and as well as everybody's a photographer. Everybody's a DJ. This question. I everybody's doing that. podcasts, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a question for you ladies. Um, so, what, what's the old style photographer, Derigar style? Or? Daguerreotype. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was in Paris like 10, 11 years ago, and you know Sunday at one of those parks, they're selling all those antiques and sometimes yeah. they're selling old photographs. And one of the guys was selling a bunch of old photographs of um, prostitutes huh. living in Paris. This is probably within the first 10 years of a camera. Oh, wow. And you know what's so interesting? Even though they're prostitutes, they didn't know how to pose, Yeah. right? Like, so... Because they hadn't been looking at seeing people pose for pictures no. before. It was a new thing. It's, oh, it's, it's amazing. 
so even though there there are six workers and have a lot of respect for sex workers, you know, a lot of respect, and, but and they service many men, but they were so shy, they didn't know how to do it. Now, let's say if you go to one of the major malls, what's the major malls around here? Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I don't know. Any major mall yeah, yeah. in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Mall of America. The Grove. Yeah. The Grove, that's a perfect example. Is that a mall? If you have a camera and you feel off to pretty much typical 12 or 13 year girl and say you want to take a picture. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah, but yeah. They know how to pose. Yeah. Something happened last 120 yeah, yeah, yeah. years where the prostitutes were so afraid to show that their side of that sexuality and they don't look comfortable yeah. yet. You know, with all the selfies and stuff, yeah. these young girls, like, I just remember walking by some guy who wanted to take a picture of girls. These are really young girls, you know. Oh, they have a down. They know how to pose and stuff. So, what gives? Like, what, what do you... <laughs> She's typing herself up. <laughs> That's what it is, though. It's normal, right? Like, it's, they see, you can see it all the time. We were actually talking about this this morning. Um, you can go look at, like, a million photos on the internet every day that people take every day. Mm -hmm. Like, ten years ago, you didn't... You, Images were not... You, like, I'd have to go to a bookstore and look at magazines once a month, sure. you know, to see new stuff. And, like, 16, 14-year-old girls weren't spending that amount of time looking at magazines of people posing and then also taking pictures of themselves or, like, looking at themselves sure. in that same respect. Whereas now they, like, they're on their Instagram and they're like, oh, oh, Or their oh, Tumblr oh. or yeah. their... Or Twitter, whatever, whatever they're looking whatever. at, Facebook, and they're like, oh, so-and-so posed like that. I wonder what I look like that. Oh, I can stand up and right. take a picture of myself and I can compare it within five seconds. So now people, there's like a hyper, like realistic, like, I don't know what it is. It's like super sped up where okay. it used to take years for people to develop that, but now you can develop it in like a week. And, yeah. And I'm very conflicted by the whole thing because on, on one hand, the reptilian perverted part of a guy, like love watching that kind of thing. But there's other part, like, you're only going to be 12 or 13, 14, you're going to be killing you that one period, you know, you're going to oh, be adult yeah. for the rest Everybody of your has life. a window, yeah. It's very strange, and... Um, well, you look at the major advertising, it's all like 15-year-old, 14-year-old girls, 16-year-old girls, like, major, major, Louis Vuitton, like, Most Chino, like, all those, these big ones, right? Pick up, like, a Vogue, it's like, those girls are young, unless they're, like, the bigger supermodels. But like the background girls. So what, what would you do if, if they offer a shoot where it's like 15, 14, 15, 16 year girls, you know, we're all, we all have to work, you know, but um, I mean, how would you handle something? Well, what's like the, the shoot? It's like just for a fashion shoot, right? I mean, if someone offered me to take naked pictures of a young girl. No, 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 nothing that. like okay, that. Okay. Nothing I just like want that. to clarify for the listeners too, that we're not going down that path. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I shot um, the model Haley Clawson. There was a big, big um, controversy. controversy, lawsuit, a bunch of stuff with this girl. Haley Clawson, she was 15 years old. The photographer was Jason Lee Perry. He's like a young like uh, fashion photographer. Mm -hmm. um, he had posted or used an image, sold an image, I'm sorry, to Urban Outfitters of her. She's 15 years old in her underwear, sitting on the back of a motorcycle with her knees up like yeah. legs spread crotch shot sure um they ran it as a shirt uh they sold a ton of them uh, apparently uh he was on like national press and all that stuff because of the outcry because yeah. it was a 15 year old girl on a shirt oh that's fine okay. 15 year old girl on a shirt in that provocative pose he didn't have the rights to sell the photos it was just for an editorial he didn't have like a right of permission to sell the photo 
after the photo, what the photo was initially used for. So what you said, it's mean, initially used. It's sorry. legal to take 15 year girls as long as they're not. Dude, I shot her two weeks after that for Hurley, a major sports kit company in bikinis. They 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 booked her. She looked like she was 22. She's still modeling. She's like, I was on Vogue last month. She like, guest jeans, I think, campaign last year, at 17 years old. What do, what do you think about that? Uh, what's his name? The guy who filmed kids. Um, Harmony Corinne? No, no, no. Uh, he, he wrote he wrote the script. Larry David. No, Larry Clark. I'm sorry. Larry Clark. Yeah, yeah. Larry okay. David's big, big difference. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think about his stuff? I like his stuff. It's he's, it's really interesting. Yeah, his uh, take on like the heroin addicts in that time. That that book, Kids, right? I yeah. mean, not not the book Kids, the book Tulsa. Have you seen seen that work? No. Um, that's what I think is his work that's made him stand out as a photographer, and then is what helped drive his the rest of his career. I, I mean, the movies that he did and the stuff that he's done since that book is like I think the fuel. It's about he was like hanging out with a bunch of heroin addicts. Um, one of them shot themselves in the leg. He's like, like black and white photos of it. Sure. Like shooting up. They're like having sex, like sucking dick and like shooting heroin and the dick. And it's all these pictures. It was a, you know, art book, art show. Um, I love Larry Clark. He's like showing like dirty stuff that nobody wants to see. That movie Kids was amazing. I have to say it's amazing. And once it's, again, it makes you feel so dirty at the end. That, that's the problem. Like, it's not dirty. Spoiler enough. alert, right? <laughs> if you haven't seen it. it it's not dirty in the in a fun way no no I mean I like it but I, it is for a while like he, they definitely get you into it in the beginning of the movie like oh this is fun I mean that was my like how I grew up was like that yeah. you know that's like I mean we weren't that ruthless we had you know we had like money growing up I didn't come from like as as broken of families as they did but we were I was involved in skateboarding at the time and we were like an outcast of society as well because um, you photograph it, it definitely have that um, sunny Southern California optimism you know there's nothing like dark or weird about it it's, it's it looks very healthy i don't know if that makes sense to you no I, when you the say hurley, it, it makes me think about it yeah the hurley thing is like it looks like great lifestyle you know like you're outdoor people and you spend time with your friends and yeah, yeah. You, you know <laughs> that's what they want right that's yeah a, that's what they want it to look like but when i look that's at what they have to sell larry clark and like sometime even terry richardson stuff i um what, what do you think kendra because Terry got in trouble last five, seven years. Just always talk about abuse. They're always talking about that. What do you think? But I mean, it's almost like a joke. Like it's kind of understood. He does harass the girls, yeah. kind of. Yeah. If you're going into that situation, right? Like. I guess it's an experience at that point. Yeah. You're just kind of going with the flow. I don't know. I feel like that's part of his like intrigue or whatever his personality is. Like public image is like to have this mm -hmm. notoriety in that way. So. Yeah, I think it really fits for what he's doing. And if you're yeah. going there and you're thinking that you're not going to maybe get into a situation like that, then uh, might be a little naive, maybe. Like, if you're going to go to Jill Greenberg, you're not going to have a situation like that. You're going to sit down and you're going to have a celebrity portrait, and it's going to be photoshopped a lot. And it's like a, it's just a different experience. And I think that the photo that you get from that experience is what people like from Terry Richardson stuff. Whether it is something that is like thought provoking or not, yeah. not thought provoking at all, you know. Some people don't think about any of his stuff, and some people it's like the worst nightmare that they've ever seen. They can't believe he has his dick in some girl's mouth and he's taking a picture and he's laughing or whatever, you know. So I don't know, it's amazing. He's just documenting life that's out there. It's out there. He's doing that. I mean, there's pictures of it. It's not fake. I so like basically, that. because he's so talented, 
and that's what I noticed in, in you know in this country. If you have more talent, you have. Well, who you know, people what talent you tolerate. have, yeah, yeah, you know, and um, though they definitely tolerate, yeah, once you get to a certain level, I think people will tolerate like a bunch of bullshit or whatever, and then there's a whole group of those people that are on just on the opposite side of that fence that are supporting that that bullshit, sure, that think it's amazing. So it's you know, <laughs> because the first time I saw him, he had this really tiny shitty camera. That's all he uses, yeah. But he takes amazing pictures, yeah. you know. Um, and Danny and, and Kendra, they're they're perfect look for uh, fashion photograph, but especially for like American Apparel, like you guys look perfect for that. <laughs> Thank you. Have you done stuff with American Apparel? Um, no, but I did know an industry girl named Faye Reagan who she was great. Did yeah, you do? She also happened to be redhead too, right? Yeah, and Last then she got into heroin and sketchy. got out of the biz. Out of the biz. Aww. That sucks. She was so cute. She had fantastic boobs and nipples. Is that is that true? Yeah, I actually uh, spoiler alert <laughs> was with her the night that she met the person she would eventually do heroin with the first time. Yeah, um, we were out at a bar in Fullerton Slide Bar, and she was having we were out on the patio, and she was having a cigarette, and then these two guys, younger guys, came up to us and struck up conversation. And one of them asked me if I do H. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, like what? <laughs> I don't even know. So she had to explain to me, and she hadn't ever done that. Her and I were friends at this time, at that time. Um, and then, so we went to 7-Eleven. She got their number. We went to 7-Eleven, and there's this pervert in line making rude comments. And so I started firing back, and... Um, it turns out that he took her car keys that she had left on the counter. And so we had to wait for um, a locksmith to come and make her a key. And it was so awful. What were you guys doing in Fullerton? I mean, we're at Slide Bar. Oh. Country dancing. No, that's. No, it's a different. Place. Oh, no, yeah. Slide Bar is the. That's, that's the heavy rock. metal bar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, You're thinking of In Cahoots. Concept bars in Fullerton. In Cahoots is the country bar. In Cahoots. Okay. Yeah. Not that we were going to hang out with those guys <laughs> that night anyways, because I am anti-heroin. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm glad you're taking such a tough stance on heroin. <laughs> I'm drugs pretty much overall. I've never tried cocaine or anything like that. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I really like weed, but... So I'll just say that much. Um, but she eventually would meet up with that guy later on, and he introduced her to H, and oh, it was all happened. downhill from there. So she's completely out of the business? Um, she pretty much burned a lot of bridges. She would never show up on time. If she did, she was on H, oh. or she would need to like go to the bathroom to do it, or like to get through any of the conventions and stuff so i just feel like everybody kind of just yeah yeah it's really sad that is really depressing because it really gives a bad name to everybody in your industry yeah i i don't think that it's very fair portrayal because a lot of those girls are normal humans with regular lives doing great things and it's just a total stigma that we don't agree with i don't but it's so interesting how like in the music industry or even like 
I mean, Patrick Seymour, Philip Seymour Hoffman, whatever his name is, just yeah. passed away from doing heroin, but he's so celebrated, you know, at this, and at the same time, like... What an unbelievable talent. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, you know, people are so... I mean, he is a talent, he's an amazing person, but is there something... Are we saying something wrong by, celeb like, talking so, about how great he is? Is that, you know, saying, oh, heroin's okay, maybe? Like, oh, it's okay, you know, he was doing all this great stuff for so it's long. I mean, I definitely, I don't have anything mm -hmm. against him or his choices or whatnot, but is there something wrong, like, in our world that where we can praise him, but, like, if Danny's talking about her friend that's doing heroin and listeners might think that, what a piece of shit she is, she's in porn, of course she's doing heroin, but, like, we don't think that about someone Actors in the mainstream yeah. media. It's I mean, so even before we start recording, um, you know, Kendra was, I think, showing Danny some moves, um, stretching and, yeah. uh, you know, like, <laughs> these, like... They're really good shape, you know. I'm sure you guys eat, watch what you eat. You oh, know, she like, watches what I eat. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like they're healthy. Yeah, yeah. Ladies here. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, very healthy. Very smart. Um, trying to get shit done, just like all the rest of us, I think. And I don't want to get into another private uh, yeah. thing, but one thing I noticed, it's great. All three of you, you're married, and you know, she manages your girlfriend. You guys are very, well, I don't know if she'd well, really say, I don't think she likes the term girlfriend, but with, with, with anybody. No titles. Anybody. No titles. I don't believe in the term boyfriend-girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> but but we, she's uh, a friend. We like to partake in some activities, we're adult friends. activities. We're friends first, and then that just enhances our bond. But, um, I mean, obviously when we first met, it was due to a sexual attraction mm. um, yeah. from the very beginning, and then it developed into a friendship. And now we've known each other for almost five years. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. It goes by so fast. Mm, totally. Yeah. And we've lived so many places. We lived in Huntington when we met you. And we moved in, we lived in Lake Tahoe. Five and years. I'm sorry. Santa so were you like 18 at the time? No. <laughs> I know. She looks so young, doesn't she? I don't say how old you are. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I've been 18 for five yeah. years. <laughs> She has, I feel like she has a, a really great genetics. Aww. Her dad, like, looks really young, even though he's, he's, yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, could be hanging out with me. Yeah, he looks like he's, like, 30-something, yeah. so. I notice with women, like, if they dance or do yoga, their body, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about those two activities, but. Guys, too, dude. You can do something that'll help you out. Or if, you <laughs> <laughs> or if you have a lot of sex. Yes, I feel helps. like that helps as well. Does yoga? I mean, this is kind of strange. <laughs> does yoga help you with performance and sex, or? Um, I don't do as much yoga as I should, uh, but um, uh, when I do, I do go to Kendra's classes because she's amazing. Oh, Danny's really naturally flexible, um, so she totally like gets the benefits of yoga. Um, I feel that there's a lot of benefits for everything. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, especially maybe Midwest, maybe we have a stereotype or maybe, maybe we don't understand yoga. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you want to explain to people exactly why, what it is and like, people, I think a lot of people think they know what it is, but I don't think <laughs> they know fully. Yeah. Well, yoga is open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. It's open to whatever you want to make it for yourself. Pretty much the basis of it is to calm your mind down. Your mind is constantly going and you want to kind of simmer that down and it gives you time to like work on yourself. Stretch. 
Well, yeah. So good. Well, the physical part, yeah. which we do, which most, you know, Western yoga is, is stretch and strength together. Mm-hmm. So flexibility and strength, which a lot of people work on their strength. They go to the gym and sure. they just constantly tighten muscles and then they break. Like you think about a piece of wood, it just breaks. So if that piece of wood could be bendy, it's less likely to break. And that's sure. what is actually happening with your muscles. If they're hard, you have more chances of pulling them and hurting yourself, injuring ligaments, tendons, all types of things. And so to prevent that, yoga really, really works. And even in healing past injuries, it's For great. everything, yeah. Yeah. Helps and me then, with a lot of my problems that I have with my back, my knees. Yeah, it really, it really helps a lot of people in a lot of ways. Um, the breath is another thing. I mean, you know, people, everyone could say yoga is breath. It's yes. another interpretation. And that just that simple act of breathing and paying attention to your breath can really help you to heal your body and your mind. Makes you calm and relaxed. Yes, so it calms up anxieties yeah. and relieves ailments and prevents depression. And I mean, there's the benefits of yoga are boundless. There's and this is not tons. something, you know, you should get a book or video. You should definitely take a definitely class with class. somebody qualified yeah. to teach it. Yeah. Some, yeah, that's the thing about yoga is like, Doing it on your own, you can do it wrong, and you can hurt yourself, but being trained by a professional, you can really grow. Which she is. She is a professional. She has gone to school and is still currently pursuing another program in yoga to... um, because she's an overachiever, but (laughs) which is all the more reason to go to her class because she knows exactly what you need. I just believe in personal growth. And development constantly so you know having that discipline to continually grow and learn and like a lot of the times my students come to me to learn things and I learn things from them like their experiences through life like they've got issues and you know working with them can really benefit you know who really changed my mind about it? I was surprised who it was from Uh, it was Joe Rogan yeah um, because he speaks really highly about it yeah because I got rear-ended twice in one year oh wow and he told me, um, Joe is full of surprises because if you don't know him, you just see him, you would just think, oh, he's a, just a dumb jock. Mm-hmm. But once you meet him, like he's, he's well-read and uh, he's, he's very, very honest. Smart. Very smart. Yeah. And um, really... he breaks all sorts of stereotypes yeah, totally. of what is to be masculine, you know? But he told me yoga is incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've seen some clips of him doing some crazy stretches, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. Combination martial art and yoga. Um, so, what do you, what do, you te- do you teach at your home or? A cl- uh, oh, I do. I teach at my home. I teach in other people's homes, private lessons, and I also teach at a couple of yoga studios downtown Los yeah, Angeles. Ones. <laughs> right are, you, now, are you her manager? <laughs> <laughs> I teach at Peace Yoga Gallery. I teach there, yeah, a couple days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at noon, and Wednesdays at six p.m. If you want to come check it out. I mostly teach a vinyasa style, so it's like a flow style, and yeah, we try not to go too fast. It's not the workouty kind of yoga, though. You will get a mm-hmm. good workout. Yeah, definitely in. Get a good workout. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so this is kind of related to photography too. I'm always wonder, you know, when you go and teach these private clients, 
when you show up to your home, are you ever worried for your wife? Because oh yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Well, to think about. We have do you a interview system. people first? Of course, yeah, and like it's very specific. Like I have to be on a personal level with them. I usually like them to come into like a public place and like watch their style first, mm -hmm. and then if they want to pursue it or. Mostly it's about time schedules because, you know, people can't make it certain places, so they prefer to have somebody come to them. Yeah. And even then, like, I let him know where I am or I'll have him drop me off. And there's a certain, like, the law actually protects you being an independent contractor going into somebody's home. Like, if they lock you in a home, it's kidnapping. So I prefer to, like, go to somebody's home and, like... It's like safer that way. I always have my cell phone on me and you know, make sure I can like dial out if I need to. But so far, I haven't had any bad experiences. Knock Not on one. Because <laughs> I, I, I wonder sometimes when I meet these young models, like, and they would tell me like they went to some guy's house and they took a picture of her. Like, you know, I don't know how I feel about it if I had a kid, eighteen. I, I trip out like girls come over. Like, I'll just hit up random girls sometimes off the internet. But they'll come like, with a friend. Sometimes they don't, though. I know, I know. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's like, nobody knows you're here. Nobody, you've never met me. I mean, I have a website, whatever. Yeah. You know. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's trippy. Yeah, but you got to protect yourself. I mean, you know. Yeah. Keep your, keep your guard up. Definitely met some interesting girls, though, <laughs> over the years. Like. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Me being your favorite, of course, right? <laughs> always, always, always. Yeah, Bo did some great pictures of Danny that are on her, what, your agency's website. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, for ladirect.com. Oh, you're with them. Yes. So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Do you have a good relationship with Derek? Yes. Uh, I have been with him for the majority of the time that I've been in the industry, and he is um, pretty much the only uh, agent that will conform to my school schedule. I see. Um, because LA Direct is like CAA of adult business. They're the biggest agency, yes. right? Yes, they are. Yeah. It, they're pretty much in adult business, two players, uh, Mark Spiegler and LA Direct model. Yes, yeah. that is correct, completely, 100%. And you've been in the business for five years. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I, I can't remember if I did the DVD for Rocco Ravish's Hollywood, but a oh, great scene, you know. <laughs> you saw the scene Thank now. you. <laughs> I've, 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 I used to work for them, so. That was my first um, ass to mouth scene. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I love seeing that sign all over America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, uh, if you don't mind, like, you know, when when did you make a decision to get in? Like, when you turned 18 or were you thinking before that? No, it was definitely a gradual progression. When I was 19, I started waitressing at a strip club. And by the time I was 20, I um, started dancing at the strip club. I promoted myself. <laughs> I like to joke. And... Um, I did that for a couple years, and then was, was it was that were you always a dancer, or did you learn to dance at the strip club? Well, because I was a waitress first, I observed. Okay. You know, and then waited until I felt comfortable enough in that type of environment and comfortable enough with myself, which um, is something that happened again over a period of time. And so then, after I did that for a couple years. Um, I was voted showgirl of the month and they asked if I wanted to take pictures 
Um, what was that like? We, they have like little flyers, showgirl of the month. So I took pictures for that, and then them? yes, okay. yeah. and then they asked um, the photographer asked if did Bo take those pictures? Oh, wait, no, no. Wait, was the guy creepy that took the picture? That was before I knew Bo actually, <laughs> but no, he wasn't weird. It was done at the club. You know, it was all very professional, and they asked if I wanted to have my pictures sent out for like solo work in the industry like solo masturbation scenes with toys and all that jazz so i said yes and then it pretty much all snowballed to where i am today let me start with earlier so, so you work for strip club what, what's that like i don't think i've had any of the guests talk about their uh, career at strip club I mean, well the public have this certain notion about it versus what actually happens yes do you get harassed by any of the guys working there? Um, not working there, no. In fact, my home club was Experiment Rhino and City of Industry. And oh. um, it was honestly like a big family there um, with the bouncers and the managers and some of the girls, some of the non-crazy girls. So um, it, it worked out really well. I always felt very comfortable. Um, but there are, of course, the creepy customers that come in and stuff. Uh, Can you describe... Well, first of all, uh, <laughs> before you jump in that part, what's some of the things that they should be more aware of? Like, first, they should take a shower, right, before uh, come to see you? Oh, yes. Oh. I, it's the worst when guys smell, and you're like, don't even want to be near them, and you have to dance on them, and they reek. Oh, that, I, that's grounds to be like, um, no, I refuse. <laughs> do, you, do you ever tell them? That's a hard Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I am brutally honest. <laughs> brutally honest. Um, if a guy smells, if his breath smells, if he's being, you know, too aggressive, yes. Um, I let them know right then and there. I even need a few balls and uh, need a few guys in the balls. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Because uh, it, it just seems like, I mean, you know, it's not like guys take classes and um, porn. Not porn. Don't wear don't wear etiquette. But no, there's, you know, the well-known rules that it's like, oh, you know, you're technically not supposed to touch a girl in certain private places. You're not supposed to wear basketball shorts. You're supposed to not wear... Wait, wait, wait. Is that real? Yeah, for real. No basketball shorts. Like, you have to come in in jeans or, you know, slacks or whatever. But did, did some... Well, I didn't... Well, he's <laughs> pretty, yeah, like, I have to say he's clever. <laughs> Have you seen that guy trying to walk in with a basketball short and they have to kick him out? Oh yeah. Or if they, if they. Well, because I worked for Experiment Rhino, so they yeah. have a dress code. Okay, got it. And you know certain rules, like you can't take pictures. Everybody knows that you can't take pictures in strip sure. clubs. You can't touch girls certain places. Um, there are some girls who somehow got I mean, away. Certain places, butt, breast, and vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sometimes you can get away with the butt, you know. And probably their face. You or don't the, probably yeah. want anybody uh, touching your face. Or inside your mouth. <laughs> yes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> that, that's obvious. Um, some, uh, some few girls would get away with doing extras in the back by, you know, tipping out the bouncers um, nicely. But I was definitely never one of those girls, just to clarify. Um, just because I do porn now does not mean that I ever did extras people in you know strip clubs they don't get tested whereas people in the industry obviously have to adhere to a certain health code 
So just for the just to set the record straight, that does happen, but it's pretty rare. Jobs in strip clubs and a few blowjobs. San Francisco, a feral theater. Old oh, really? Stars. Yeah, used to go up there from San Jose and get blowjobs and handjobs. For the listeners, the if, if you don't know what that is, that that's the theater used to own by Mitchell Brothers. Yes, and it's a very famous theater. Because very famous. They made a movie called Behind the Green Door. Mm -hmm. And my friend Johnny Keys was in it, and he was one of the first black persons ever to fuck a white woman on the camera. Wow. And, uh, wow. He tried to, I think he's trying to get back in the business yeah. like five years ago. He's How old is he now? 60-some years oh, old. Oh, that's so awesome. Wow. He could probably have like a little run right now, right? Uh, well, he's still good. I mean, yeah. but he, he used to tell me crazy stories like um, Hugh Hefner will have him show up to Playboy Mansion and fuck right in front of him. You know, so Johnny will fuck a girl in front of everyone in the room, supposedly. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> but the O'Farrell Theater is very... It's, it's, it's like the New York Yankee Stadium yes, for... Um, for strip clubs. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that and the, the Lusty Lady, which just shut down. Yes. Rest in peace. There's one in, sad, yeah. There used to one in Seattle and one in San Francisco. Oh, wow. You put a change, you, you see both yes. uh, dancing behind Yeah, it's like the old Madonna yeah. video. Like, the actual thing goes down, the slider goes down, and you look through glass, and they come put their... Huge hairy bush on the glass because yeah. the girls aren't very, very groomed at the every, lady. <laughs> every other booth, um, you have option of the girl can see you, a girl can yes. can see you. Yes. And sometimes when a guy hugging the girl that you like, you get angry because some other girl show up. And you don't want to look at yeah. her. So what you do is there's a back mirror. So you're in the corner, you try and look at the back mirror to <laughs> see the girl's ass. That's how the pervert. Yeah. You know. yeah. Well, like switch booths so you can get the mirror direction, sure. right? <laughs> but that, that theater is, um, I mean, kind of infamous because one yeah. of the Mitchell brothers shot the other one, killed the yeah. other one in the early uh, 90s. Yeah. And um, Charlie Sheen and uh, Emilio Estevez made a movie. Oh, it's horribly, horribly great movie. It's horrible, um, but it's pretty good. It's fun to go, watch. If you go to San Francisco, if you want to know history of the old business, then yeah. for sure. I mean, 60s and 70s, porn business was pretty much two places, San Francisco and New York City, but... It's a trip, too, that people would go on Friday nights, like, all types of people. It was like an event to go out. It was mm -hmm. like, it was a movie. And then somehow it got turned into something that was considered less than socially. It's weird. I think VCR kind of ended it, because yeah. before, if you want to look at the business, you have to go theater. Like, yeah. Henry Kissinger went, um, Johnny Carson. Yeah, everybody was, like, going. It was, like, not not a big deal. Beyond it wasn't looked down upon. Yeah, it's like... Um, Deep Throw, of course, yeah, yeah. and Debbie Dance Dallas, but I have to say there's quaintness and it was kind of fun to look at those movies. It, there was nothing mean. And because, you know, you've been in movies the last couple of years and I've been watching porn for a long time, but <laughs> some of the shit is just mean. Like to me, you don't have to put the girl's face in the toilet to have a sex with her. Just right. Push it as far as I can. What do you do? Like, That's you know, they would consider it a degradation scene. So that's more for kink.com mm -hmm. type of realm. But um, that's definitely not super common, to be honest, unless you are shooting for that type of company. So... I mean, if, you, if you're a, a woman who are into it, I have no yeah. problem. But, oh, totally. But if a girl shows up, they told her she's doing a scene A. And she starts crying afterwards uh, or during. Well, the worst is when you show up, they said they want you to do something else or try to ask oh that out. never happens to me because i go i am booked through la direct and if even if the talent changes if the premise changes i mean the smallest change we have to report that back to derek 
mm-hmm. hey, the owner of LA Direct, owner and founder. So, you know, nobody messes with Derek or tries to pull a fast one over any of his girls because sure. they know that they'll get burned. So overall, your experience has been good. Yeah. But I also knew from um, early on that LA Direct was the company or the agency to be with. So um, I, that's the first company that I interviewed through and got signed with. Yeah. So it worked out. I, I think you're very smart, you know, waitresses to see like if this is something right for you. Because, you know, I do meet a lot of young girls in the business. Quite often, they don't even know, like, Am I allowed to say no? Am I allowed not oh, yeah. refusing? They don't know, you know? They so. don't. It's very sad. And whenever a new, when I, ever I do work with a new girl or certain, you talk on set with somebody that's new, I definitely do try to educate them and inform them certain, uh, you know, tricks of the trade sure. or, you know, do let them know, like, not to let anybody take advantage of them. Because I, there are certain things that I wish people would have told me when I first got in. Yeah. Um, so I do try to like pay, pay that really forward. Like what? Um, just, you know, that you should get paid more for certain things that you do. Yeah. Because um, sometimes they make you wear a different outfit. And take pictures of it. Right, they'll do they, a they different get set. Two, they get almost like two scenes. Out yeah, of it. but that doesn't happen through LA Direct. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, instances like that, and like you said, girls just are unaware of certain things um, that they could get paid more for, or that they can say no to. Sure. Um, because you know, for every ignorant director that's like oh you'll never work in porn again it's like you're ridiculous there's so much work to be had that just because one person doesn't like you because you say no doesn't mean that you're never going to work again it's quite the opposite you just need to stand up for yourself and girls need to know that um so overall it sounds like you know you obviously you you're assertive and smart so you you have a pretty good career and then um how much i mean would you like to do it you know, from years to come, like directing and producing too, or? Um, no, that's not really my forte. My thing was always kind of get in, make money, pay off whatever I need to pay off, like mm-hmm. my um, my braces, my car, my uh, student loans, etc. Yeah. So, um, and I never really wanted, you know, to be the most famous either because when I do get out of this field it's not porn isn't what I want my identifier to be it's sure. what I go on to do afterwards it's, it's, it's interesting a lot of the girls they want to have a normal life afterward because women have option like they could change their color of their hair okay. and like maybe I'm just a dumb guy but it's hard for me to identify same girl sometimes because mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit of change mm-hmm. with hair like is that a same girl it was it Anita Blonde went to Anita Dark yeah and like for like months I was like looking at magazines is this same chick like in 96 or wow, you're really a yeah, yeah. Your age. Oh, dude, I'm like, dude i was boxes when we sold the house up north we threw out or gave away boxes of boxed vhs's and boxes tons of tons magazines. of tons like, of vhs's i was, I was <laughs> tons making of tons of vhs's he, he kept wanting to keep them like we don't have a vcr there's no way to watch this I probably had like two or three hundred VHSs still in the. I had all the boxes. I like, sure. was like kind of got like weird collecty on it for a minute. But you know, <laughs> to me, and I had a conversation with Joyce Rivera. Like, he's like, 
old school pervert. I, and I say that with the love. And oh yeah, respect. beautiful and respect. It's nothing like his perversion. trying to push her, his needs to anyone. Like he's good at meeting a girl and finding uh, what she like and help her become even better at that scene. You know, like I don't like this forcing shit on people. Yeah, yeah. No. But Andy Sandemus said something interesting. She's one another performer, and she said that once. Um, porn business all become internet the glamour of porn dies with it because VHS and DVD cover was such important things like mm -hmm. girls mm -hmm. would like try to be the front cover or only girl to become so you have to take these pretty pictures and you have a nice outfit mm -hmm. you know but once the internet take care take it's, out it's take no DVD there's no more DVD cover mm -hmm. you know it's happening it's kind of die it's gonna die with that you know magazines totally. too. Yeah. magazines, magazines are, dying. are dying just like, like the music industry went yeah same it's thing all going down it's gonna become independent I, th I mean we talk about this that get, girls are gonna be doing solo private videos and they'll be making money that way like somebody will be like oh I want a video of Danny Jensen and I'll give you two grand do an anal scene for me and they own that and it's like mm -hmm. turns into almost like art collecting at that point or something and then girls are gonna start doing it for internet likes or oh I have 20 million Instagram followers and that's why I'm doing it you know the cover of the video will be the Twitter followers or the Instagram followers yeah the I, social it'll, it'll switch over it probably take 10 15 years from now it's been happening. I mean, we're in the middle of it right now. Magazines are dying. People don't pay money for magazine editorials well, I used to anymore. For Angel. They used to have a Buttman magazine. Yeah. I just found out they're not, they're, they're stopped publishing. Yeah, I, love, oh, I have, I have the first, I have like the first 32 of those or something. <laughs> yes. Collect the, those two. John Stagliano, genius. Yeah, it is. In it's, his own regard, for sure. I remember um, one of the girls used to take care of a fan letters and then she was working downstairs and I remember one time she's I heard her scream really loud I'm like what so we ran down and said what's going on so one of the Batman magazine fan jerked off on a tissue <gasps> and sent no way no he's in prison because most of the buyers oh. for Batman magazine prison because they don't have access to internet mm -hmm. or DVD so I understand but and me prisoners and me <laughs> <laughs> no spending my hard old earned cash but he I think I know it sounds goofy, but in his head, he literally thought he was saying, I'm a big fan by jerking into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But this girl did not see the humor no. in it at all. So, <laughs> no. We way. called the prison and, like, you know, he got in trouble for oh. that. But it's, I, I wish we could explain to women, like, I know because you guys are very open minded, very secure about yourself. You're young and attractive, so it's not an issue. But for a lot of women, it, it, it's almost like a betrayal when they cut their husband with. Not not just porn, but maybe with even some of the like uh, new pictures you might have taken. No, oh, maybe not even new, like a bikini pictures. Yeah, or even like liking someone's pictures, yeah, like, hot girls' pictures on Instagram, or following somebody on Twitter. Guys get yelled at for. I had a friend tell me, "Hey, man, like I follow you on the internet, but I'm sorry I don't like your photos all the time. Like my wife checks it, and if I like pictures of girls, like she just blasts me. We get in a fight. It's like what? That's insane to me. It's just like." double tapping on some screen it's you know something that eye candy for a second that passed by and yeah people freak out about it Kendra could you explain to me as a woman like I know that's not an issue with you but what's going through those women's head like why are they upset do they, do they feel like they're cheating on them I think they feel threatened I mean these women are probably getting older and not as attractive and to like see an image I mean they don't really know what goes into an image 
I mean, I know with Bo's images, they're pretty mm -hmm. much, you see what you get. He doesn't doctor them. But a lot yeah. of photos are doctored. And it's like almost like men are liking this unreal image and women are getting threatened by something that's not, that doesn't really exist. So. Out, out, out of 100 women, what, what do you think is the percentage of women that think like you? Oh, goodness. Pretty Probably small, not that huh? many. No, I don't really think there's that many. I, uh, yeah, I haven't really come across them. Though I do ask a lot of people that I meet. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of my girlfriends and stuff. I'm like, why? Like, why do you believe in what you believe in? Why do you feel like, you know, why is you? why don't you and your significant other share in, I don't know, the beauty of other people? Like, why can't you guys share in that? It's, yeah, it's, 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 I, I wish ladies would understand like that the need that we have just to look. It's not that we need to cheat, but just to look because what is that thing in Craigslist whenever they're looking for lost love? What's that? Yeah. Like, misconnections. Okay. I love misconnections. <laughs> misconnections. <laughs> it's very revealing how men and women um, make a request there. So men always say, I'm looking for. The looking part is always, always important part of men searching for somebody. But women, women will say, I'm looking for this guy. They always say, I miss this person. It's almost like a psychological connection that they're missing with that person. Huh. And, and, and quite often women, just, I don't think they're that overly critical what the guy looks like. Maybe that helps in the beginning, but, but men, we're just genetically like programmed, like looking, I mean, you know. Yeah. That we, you know always. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you know, I mean, no, you know, you, you know, ladies. I mean, you know when guys staring at you. Oh yeah. You, you, you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, Bo always catches people. He always is like, "That guy was checking you out. That guy was checking you out." I'm like, "Really?" That is so true. My ex boyfriends have been like, "Oh, that guy, that guy." And I think as a girl, we just kind of like tune that out, and totally. we're in our own little world, and we just yeah. don't even like so it, it doesn't choose to. I don't tell anybody that now. Worse, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't bother them at all. No, I, I have fun when I catch my friend creepily looking at someone, <laughs> and, and, and they get embarrassed when they get caught. Like yeah. That. Oh yeah. Oh totally. <laughs> you were saying? Oh, I, somebody was checking her out when we were getting pizza, pizza nista today. Yeah. Um, and she didn't even notice. And the guy like, it's it's no. amazing how animalistic the the male turns. Yeah. Because she, was, she checked her out probably like five times. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Guys check her out all the time. It's not something that I'm like freaking out. I just notice it. I'm perceptive to that. Um, well, but you, you okay. do realize that's not the norm, though. Most guys don't like that. No, but, of oh, course. No. Yeah, no, I don't Most like it. I just, whatever. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it's it doesn't a, I think it's a normal thing for guys yeah. to look. So it doesn't bother me that a guy's looking at it. I don't think. I'm not worried about her leaving or doing, you know, it's not. An issue. She must be a little flattering, like you're with a real. That's like what I said to her. I'm like, yeah. And then it turns out, like he was. Wait, I don't know his name, but it's some actor. He plays. Said, don't don't say what he teachers on some something. Don't. I don't know. We don't know what it was. Don't but. Say. but then we went out to the car. He's so good about being yeah. discreet. Uh, after the pizza shop, we went out to the car to leave, and he was getting his car, and he was fumbling with her keys because he was checking her out so much. Uh, and then he almost ran into the car because he was checking her out when he was doing a U-turn. Like, somebody did actually get in a car accident once when we were living in Tahoe because he was checking me out. He totally rear-ended another car. Yeah, we totally saw it. It was That's the craziest thing. How hot she is. No, I'm not yeah. that hot at all. Yeah, she is. It was just really funny. But it's amazing. Not, like, That's a pretty good indicator you're yeah. pretty. Oh, but how many you. women get into accidents because they're checking out men? Probably not that many. No. Maybe around firehouses during the summer, <laughs> but that's maybe about it. Another way to find out if 
if you're attractive, if you go to a bar, not in early enough between eight to ten, eleven at night, and see how many guys offer you drinks, hmm. then do you know you you still have it? Yeah, you know? um, it's a good indicator. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're trying to get drink from a guy like one thirty, a little before closing, you, I don't know, you yeah. just never know. Maybe they drink too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's that's the what, what is that sausage uh, sausage hunting if you're a girl and cave hunting if you're a guy like the last at the end of the bar last call. Beer goggles. No, that. There's always the last guy standing. Last man standing. Last man standing, yeah. Yeah, there's always one guy that's super wasted at the bar. If you stand there, we don't drink hardly ever. So we'll go out sometimes with friends and you see it's a different you get to see everything a little bit differently when you're not shit faced. Sure. And you see the dude that's wasted and every he's like standing by the door and every girl that walks by him he's like trying to say something to. It's like the last half hour, it's like, if I don't get pussy now, I'm I'm a failure to society. And you see this on their face. It's sad, but men do that, but girls don't do it. You don't see women doing it as much. It, it's it's um. We we look, and I'll give, of course, the women always complain like there's no way they could compete. Whoever we are looking at, yeah. we Kate Upton or whatever. But women, that's other thing that like I guess we just don't give a shit. But we don't like, care at all. They don't. They need to realize that you get it now. Or, you know, like when they read like fan fiction or any of those vampire books, like how could a regular guy could compete with uh, no way. Right. Collins from Twilight? Yeah. He's tall, good looking, rich. And, uh, <laughs> so, Liverpool's gonna be like 19 forever or whatever. <laughs> so, um, what projects? I mean, you know, um, I know you guys are busy, so I've talked to you enough, but um, what, what's your plan? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> What 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 do you what are you working on any uh, project? Coming yeah, um, I've been for the last couple of months. I've been working on an art show that I'm having in San Francisco on March eighth at Book and Job Gallery, um, eight three eight Geary Street. If anybody wants to come out, it should be fun. Uh, it's kind of uh, my look at social existence right now and things that kind of have turned me on since I've been a teenager, which is like heavy metal chicks. I love eating pizza and just naked shit. So it's just gonna be a bunch of naked pictures and there's like some sculptures that I made of pizza and stuff. So I've been shooting that for the last couple of months. So. Okay, so what was that, the date again? You'll be there. Oh right yeah, there. March 8th. Okay. Yeah, in San Francisco at Book and Job Gallery. Um, it should be a blast. It should be a lot of fun. There's gonna be over 40 new pictures that I, I, I printed. A couple of them are really big and uh, pentagram made out of pizza. It's like six feet by six feet. Mm. Everything will be for sale. Yeah, everything's for sale. <laughs> I have a new book going along with the show too. That's for sale on my website. Yeah. Oh, 15 bucks, it's 36 pages. And it's all pictures of the girl's headbanging in front of the pentagram, that's it. So it's pretty cool. It's just like a picture of a girl on all fours headbanging and then just like a picture of her like chilling next, next to it, page next to it. Um, should be nice, should be a fun show. Uh, other projects I'm working on, uh, just trying to get regular jobs here and there, you know, it's kind of fun. Not working for a major company anymore, sure. being freelance again, it's been a, been a blast. Man, your pictures, are, they're amazing, you know, it's the same quality of stuff you see in Vanity Fair and Vogue. Thank you, you know? very much for saying and, that. Uh, I know you spend a lot of time and um, I think we have two more stories than we could interested sure, in. Yeah. So what was the first one, Kendra? Um, how you guys met? Oh, how we met. Well, actually, Danny and... Bo met each other at um, a gentleman's club, and then he introduced her and her boyfriend to me. But if you guys want to talk about how you met each other, do that. So uh, I <laughs> was um, you were working. 
Spirit Man Rhino? Um, it was a different oh. club okay. at the time, and he had come in with a coworker, and obviously I thought he was very attractive. And so I targeted him <laughs> and walked up and struck up conversation. And um, I had recently gone into the adult industry at that point, and so I had a DVD that I was giving away um, with my dances. Um, so he. Wow, very generous. <laughs> well, well, with the VIP dances, <laughs> so as incentive, and so he got a couple dances, and I gave him the DVD, and we were still talking afterwards, and he was telling me about his beautiful wife, and um, how they are swingers, and I was, um, and how they're on this website, and. It was called LifestyleLounge.com, and my boyfriend at the time had been on that before we had ever met. Um, so when he got back from deployment, we had made a profile together, and um, we met up with Bone Kendra, and the rest is history. You want to know why I was going to the strip club? <laughs> 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 my friend and I were going a lot. Uh, we like to get lap dances. I think there's a, a term for it. We usually like get lap dances. Horny? No, lap dances. <laughs> lap dances till you come in your pants. Like, it's like a. I don't know. It's like but I forget what it's called. Didn't you. always happen. And I met Karina this time. I was like, oh shit, I'm not gonna like get a lap dance and come in my pants because this chick is actually kind of cool and like she might be nice and she might like my wife and this could work out. So. It was, uh, it was interesting, yes. It was very hard to not do that because training yourself over years for doing that. And so girls know that work at the clubs, like guys come in and do that shit all the time. All the time. It's like kind of the program, I think. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So but she was cool. But after we hung, like we met her boyfriend a few months after Bo and Danny met, um, after that we like struck up a friendship. Like we started hanging out and like, being more it was more than just like attraction it was yeah more than just a sexual thing yeah like, oh she's actually a cool person this is like yeah someone nice to talk to and now that she's not even with her boyfriend we her he's now our ex we still are friends and <laughs> uh, that's right whereas with you guys usually it's when they meet somebody from from the lifestyle mm -hmm. it's just about sex and and then if it develops into friendship then that's great a bonus. Then it's a bonus, but I know, especially for Bone Kendra, when they meet people, it's just about the sex. Yeah. You like sex? It's like a sport. He doesn't like sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's anything else. To I say. know. Is there? There's not much else. No. But anyways, I think uh, I think you should talk about your trip to China. Oh yeah, I went to China. Um, was this for work? Well, or? yeah, it was for work. I was taking some pictures. I won't get into t detail because I've been there a few times. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. That might have been with me or whatnot, but um, it was an inter inter interesting time. Uh, we, we went to a karaoke bar, and I thought the karaoke bar was just—you know—they kept going, "Oh, we're going to go to the karaoke bar." Everybody was so excited about it for some reason, and I could couldn't wrap my head around why there was this excitement of going to karaoke when I've been to karaoke in New York, I've been to karaoke in LA. What, what part of China? Like, was it Beijing or? Oh no, sh like Shanxin Province okay. or something. It was like south. Western in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Like, probably I could have gotten kidnapped easily because of who I was with or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, it was a weird, weird place. But the karaoke bar was unbelievably nice. The hotel we stayed at was unbelievably nice. But those, were, I think, were the only two nice places in the whole area. 
um, you drive through super impoverished areas. So, but when did you realize? Wow, they were singing like, wait a minute. Well, all the, it was crazy. All the girls didn't speak any English, but they knew all the songs. And we're, you're in this, you're in this like little private room, and then you know all this, the girls starts flirting with you. And I'm like, the girls are flirting. Like I thought they were just like helping, you know, teaching karaoke or you know, escorts, but not that kind of escort, right? Um, and they go, yeah, you know, someone, I didn't speak, I don't speak Chinese or anything, and a friend was with us, and he's like, yeah, they want to know if you want to go upstairs. It's like, go upstairs, what do we, yeah, you can go upstairs, hotel, you have sex. It's like, oh yeah, I definitely want to do that. Totally surprising. Totally though. surprising, amazing, two young Chinese girls, absolutely beautiful. But you didn't know about the pain part. I didn't have to pay for it. Somebody hooked me up. I got oh, they paid for the Yeah, pain. I got hooked up, two girls for a couple hours. I don't know what any of that entailed yeah. or any of that, but. Um, they kept knocking on the door going, are you done yet? Why are you in there for so long? You, are you going to come out? But you totally didn't it's know that's what you were in for. I, did, I had no idea that that's what I was in for. I went upstairs and I was like, are they taking me upstairs? I don't really know what's going on. Are they really going to have sex with me? It was amazing. I don't even think it really happened, did it? Yeah, it really did. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You don't believe it? I, we were together when it happened. Yeah. I came home, I was like, you won't believe what happened. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not real. Yeah. But karaoke bars, why don't they do that here? I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with what's wrong with this country? I'm 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 just stunned because you guys are so normal and I could feel like you guys really love each other and there's a lot of trust. But I'm just saying, and you know this, it's not normal for most people. You no, know? it's uh, what we have is totally abnormal, and we think that it should be normal. I think yeah. but it, it works. Lot, it work really it works really well for us, and I think it would really work for a lot of people. But it's that mm. it takes it, society's been pressuring for a long time. Yeah, the puritanical bounds that we have, yeah, myths that we like, have in this country. You just have to think outside the box. Yeah. And not be afraid. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, like, oh yeah, your wife's gonna be with some other dude. Yeah, that's like, you've been told, beat that dude up, that's bad, da da da, whatever. Like, oh, there's all these guys out there. I wanna have a threesome with the two chicks. And it's like, like, well, what about your chick? Like, maybe she wants to have a threesome with two dudes. Does anybody ever think about that? I'm, I mean, I yeah. do, I'm sure yeah. there's people that do, but. The majority's not. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. you should. Yeah, right? Like, do, what's the fuck? Do you ever figure, like, I never understood, like, how many people require us to consider it as orgy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if there's threesome, that's not orgy, but, like, do, do, I don't remember. Like, it's never, like, clear. I worked in business for 14 it's years. It's not clear. I looked it up online, the definition for orgy. Somebody asked me this a couple weeks ago. Have you ever been in an orgy? I'm like, fuck, dude. I mean, I guess. I guess okay. so. I looked it up online. It has absolutely nothing to do with sex, the Webster definition. It what doesn't? Is, no. I'll, I'll look it, it up right now. It's pretty amazing. Huh. I mean, I would imagine if there's 20 people, 10 men and 10 women, okay, that sounds like an orgy. Right. Yeah. It could be five. It could be four. You don't know, right? It's, okay, so that would be four some. That doesn't sound right? like an orgy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, what is it? MMFM or FMF or FMFM or. Where you're, I'm lost. All the male, female, male, like all the different. Uh, like, abbreviations. The abbreviations for the different types of group sex. But there isn't one, like, is there just put O? We're having an O. <laughs> There's not enough. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to look this up. I'm usually better at the internet than this. <laughs> Any advice um, while he's looking up, like, yeah. um, um, as far as yoga things, besides come to you, but like, do, do you have any other sort of advice for them uh, if they're getting sure. to it? Because I think some yeah. people might be intimidated by it. Definitely. 
Yeah, I, definitely at first it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be strenuous. It's gonna be one of the hardest things you'll experience, but as time well, even goes from on, the day one. Day one, it's gonna be hard. It gets easier over time. Cause you have to establish boundaries and what each person yeah. is comfortable with. I um, mean, you only find that out over time and going through certain experiences. Yeah, you don't like just jump into an orgy. I see. say, right? You try maybe like a threesome, or you try like maybe with another couple. <laughs> Here we go. Or you just <laughs> metaphors, metaphors. Sex in the same room as somebody else. You yeah, know, that's it's a just really good way to start. Yeah. I forgot even about all those times. Yeah. <laughs> way before. <laughs> okay, orgies. Oh, secret ceremonial rites. Oh no, that's not a good definition. Yeah. Secret ceremonial rites held in honor at an ancient Greek or Roman deity and usually characterized by ecstatic singing and dancing. Huh. People got drunk and had sex. Oh, a drunken revelry, a sexual encounter involving many people. That's the third definition, or 1B. So, yeah, it's orgy, it doesn't even have, I think Webster would be like, a sexual encounter of seven or more people. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, orgies are good. <laughs> Or do you have food? I guess the last one is like um, um, when you were taking pictures of skateboard surfers and things like that. What, what were some of the like, big names have you worked with? Like Tony Hawk or anything like that? No, not Tony Hawk. Bob Burnquist, uh, Rob Machado, Kern Caples. He's like a young kid, but he's doing really well right now. Oh, God, somebody asked me this the other day, all the athletes. Um, back in the day, like Mark Johnson, Paul Sharp, a guy, Gershon Mosley, um, Roner Oh, no, I don't know what his last name is. He's like a big skier guy. He's like in the Nitro Circus crew. Those kind of shoes, are they, are they more difficult than no, Zenude? No, so or? easy. That's is the that easiest right? thing ever, yeah. Uh, those guys are super laid back. Um, usually it's almost too easy, like, oh, we want to go shoot this handrail today. Yeah. And then you get there and like, I don't feel like doing it today. So in that sense, it's not that easy. But like, you just show up, the guy's going to do his deal, you just have to set up your lights and make it look cool. It's really, it's, I don't know, it's fun. I, I got to cheat. My last question, I can't, I could never say her last name, but uh, her name is Bar Raffaele, uh, I believe. Yeah, so, so I, work, I probably do it wrong too. Yeah. You work with her? Yeah, I got to shoot her uh, three times, three times. Yeah. And um, when I was with Hurley, when two of them were just like little portraiture sessions quick, and then one time bikini shoot it was nice. Because if, you, if you're not familiar with the listeners, yeah. you know she was cover for Sports Illustrated yeah. one year. Yeah. She used to date. That was the year I shot her. She was the cover of Sports oh, Illustrated. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. And she dated uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. yeah. That same year. That same, well, on and off, yeah. But that year, they were dating that year. Um, yeah, she, she's uh, she's a supermodel. She showed up. I said hi. But she's that's, pretty easy that's to like, work with? Um, no, you don't get to talk to her. You don't? No, no. I mean, you can talk to her, interact with her when you're shooting her, but... She's like, doesn't want to be bothered, like... Is that right? Yeah, she didn't want to do some of the things we had to do, we had set up to do, like some interviews, because she was promoting a bikini that was her bikini. I see. Like, had her, her name on it, and she didn't want to do the interview in the bikini. She wanted to wear a dress and, like, aviator sunglasses, and we're like, dude, people are buying the bikini because it's your bikini, you should have the bikini on to do, show. Do you think she's one of those, like, uh, she was doing it because it was a work? Yeah, I'm sure, they paid her a ton of money. I'm sure. Wait, she wasn't really into it. No, no, she didn't. I don't think she wanted me to shoot it. They were, they were trying to get uh, Yudsai, I think his name is. He's like a Sports Illustrated yeah. shooter. He's like, you know, a super, super established photographer, been around that industry for a long time. She works with him a lot. And when they get to that level, they can mm -hmm. kind of pick and choose their stuff, is what they do. I mean, I mean obviously, she's beautiful, but uh, 
what's interesting about her, she's Israeli, and I didn't know she. I mean, yeah. I didn't know that. And yeah. um, she speaks multiple languages. Yeah, so yeah. She's smart. And yeah. I think she didn't have to serve in the Israeli army because she had exemption. Because she's a model, probably. Model, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she's a celebrity or international yeah. celebrity. But I, I think this is something that Danny probably agreed with me. I always hated like if you're if you're doing that kind of job, you should do it because you're really into it. But like. Yeah. 90% of the time I could usually tell when a girl's performing adult business or whatnot like I could tell like wow she hates sex yeah. she that hates is sex. the worst I hate working with girls like that especially when it's girl girl and I go down um, to perform oral and she's like oh you don't really have to lick it and it's like girl sit back I'm gonna show you the time <laughs> of your life okay just let me do my thing you don't really have to I'm lick it. yeah like, that's what we're doing here. yeah I'm really good at licking the cookie, so. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> but what's the percentage of girls that hate it? Um, I mean, they're, I, they're doing it for all the wrong reasons. Right. I don't shoot a lot of girl-girl, mainly just boy-girl, and the guys usually tend to be pretty into it. Um, I feel sorry for the guys, really, because it's the girls who tend to be less intrigued, you know, by the thought of having sex with you know another guy they just they're, uh, they're just there for the paycheck basically so it sucks for the guys because they have to keep their penis hard and still pretend that they're into it when the girl's clearly not into it mm -hmm. and that just has to be very 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 tough and i feel very sorry do you think there's a, there's a lot of girls out there that are like that then that yeah I feel like a lot of them are doing it for the paycheck, but um, there are some girls who are also good actresses, so it just depends. I feel like the uh, newer or more amateur girls aren't as good as hiding. Did you, did you ever end up working with somebody you didn't want to? Uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you're in the industry for an extended period of time, that is probably going to happen. Um, that's but don't they tell you ahead of time, like, hey, there's a scene for Elegant Angel. We want you to do this scene with this guy. We he, don't find out details until the day before the shoot. What? Well, but you can have, like, a list, right? That you're like, hey, I don't want to hook up with these dudes. Yeah, we, we can have a no list, yeah. definitely. But that usually only comes about, you know, by working with people that you ended up and not wanting to work. Yeah. yeah. So, so you don't, you don't, so you must have had a um, situation where, Oh God, I don't want to work with this motherfucker. And you work and like, wow, actually that was pleasant. And also other times like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm working. I'm going to put him on my no list. <laughs> yeah. I put a few guys on my no list. But for different reasons though, right? Some were behavioral and some were size. Yes, exactly. <laughs> some guys were just totally disrespectful or some guys were just too big um, around mm. to, to be comfortable. Um, so it just, it varies. And when you say disrespectful, not just physical, but verbal, right? Like saying stuff to you. Uh... Yeah, but really it's so rare that that happens. Most guys don't want to have a bad reputation in the business. Uh -huh. um, so they will usually try their best to be friendly and polite. That's nice. For the most part. Yeah. Who's and usually they're pretty fucking hot, so I get paid to have sex with really hot guys. <laughs> it's who, amazing. Who's, who's some of your favorites? Like Manuel? Um, I mean, he's definitely good. Johnny Castle is a favorite. Um, um, I, when I think of guys, I just think of their real names. <laughs> <laughs> 
also um, Carlo Carlo Carrera. <laughs> I dated him before. He's very very sweet. And uh, I guess we finished this, but you know, last couple of years we had problems because some performer lied about their test results and things like that. Mm -hmm. That must put some fear. Um, it's very rare that people are actually able to forge mm -hmm. that type of thing. So and I, I think it's safe to talk about Mr. Marcus because uh, yes, he's clearly... he didn't forge anything because he, he he's such a big name. They just took him for what he said, which was he was clean. They didn't even look at the paperwork. Yeah. Well, I heard that he tested positive at a clinic that did test for yeah. syphilis, but then he went to a different facility that didn't test for syphilis, and so he used... Oh, that's what happened? That yeah, so he used that paperwork huh. um, to, to shoot with. Huh. Pretty scandalous. I didn't know that. But now, I mean, there that has completely changed. Syphilis is on um, checklist. Yes, along with a few other things that have been added since then. So and I mean, then I, I was surprised they didn't check for hepatitis C for a long time. Uh, one of my friends. I couldn't believe they didn't check for syphilis too. I'm, I'm, well, they do now. She uh, makes you go crazy if you have it for a long time, right? Yeah. yeah. Become deformed and yeah. nasty. Like crazy, weird stuff too. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, no, no. I'm, I'm. One of them, I don't want to say his name, but like, he didn't know he had it. But only reason he didn't know because they didn't test for that, and yeah. they started testing for hepatitis C. And like, sure enough, you know, he's, he's like, out oh, of wow, business. No. Yeah. Wow, scary. I I don't understand why they didn't wouldn't check that. But all right, well, let's. Um, I just want to hear everybody's website so uh, that we can finish. Like, so, Bo, uh, just let them know your Twitter account, yep. your website, so they yep. can check it again. It's uh, Bo underscore Roulette. That's my Instagram and my Twitter. And my website is BoRoulette.com. And, and you can, March 8th. Yeah, March 8th. Yes, please come to that show. There should be some suicide girls. There's uh, some porn girls that I shot. There's some regular girls that I shot that aren't in anything. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Usually, last art shows, last two or three art shows I've had have been a good turnout. A lot of people come. We just have a good time. Look at some pictures. And what was the name of the gallery? Sorry. Book and Job. Okay. Book and Job Gallery in San Francisco. And can you let them know your Twitter account so when they hear it, okay. they, you know, it's, they might have a question for you. Sure. It's at Vinyasa Kendra. And that's V I N Y A S A K E N D R A. At Vinyasa Kendra. Yeah. And I hope you, I really hope you do have your website and then maybe like a video clip of what you do and like uh, you know, um, I think I think people are just intimidated. But yeah, you're okay. so friendly. I don't I don't see why uh, they don't want to work with you. And Annie, you um, you have a website or just Twitter account? That's um, I own my own domain name, but I do not have the website up yet. I have a Twitter account that is x Danny x Jensen x. Mm -hmm. um, Danny is spelled D-A-N-I, Jensen spelled J-E-N-S-E-N, -E -E but I do have it locked to private right now until I am done with school because I go to a private school and since I had that issue with my classmates, I just put my Twitter on private until um, I graduate. So okay. for all you people who are wondering why I put my ish on private, that is why. And so, once I graduate in September, I will unlock it again. Yeah. Sorry. You don't want to say what you win and what you study, but congratulations. Thank Good you. you. Thank and, you. Um, I, you know, I'm so old enough, I'm old enough to be these girls' dads. <laughs> no. age, yeah. I, I, I like it when I hear that, that they're making transition, yeah. you know, because um, that shit really pisses me off. I mean, all these people judge adult stars. These are the same people 
they don't get enough sex from at home. Like mm-hmm. porn really is like vitamin for guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it really yeah, is. It really is. It's, it's, I wouldn't have made it through high school without porn. Yeah, it is. I would have gone crazy. That's probably why these kids are shooting people all the time. <laughs> they need to throw a beat once in a while. These women provide valuable service to very valuable millions of men that need it and um, I, I think we have a less violent I mean I think we will have a violent world if there's less porn oh know? yeah definitely so Danny thanks for doing your work thank and, you uh, Kendra thanks and um, um, we don't want to get in detail but um, good luck with your project and thank you, thank uh, you very much. hopefully when you have it released we could talk about it yeah then, yeah you know? oh, we'd yeah, love to awesome. would love to talk more about it and well thanks for contacting me and uh, I love your work and uh, you know just keep that word shameless. I, I think you're Thanks, talented, Yoshi. you know. And uh, this is a rough town. It, yeah, it's yeah. really tough to make a dollar in this town, but you're talented enough. And uh, thank you very you much. Should, you should yeah, keep trying, right? <laughs> Love to see a even a feature film or mu- mu- music video. That'll you know? be fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, um, please support Bo in San Francisco. And I'll try to release this as soon as I can. Thanks. So, uh, all right. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.